Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got a great show tonight. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, what's the show for parents. And parents, how to prepare your kids to go to school virtually. We are in, uh, I think, pretty much most of the schools in Metro Atlanta. I don't know nationwide, even how it's going in the state. But pretty much most of the schools in Metro Atlanta this first semester, they're going to be going virtually. So the theme of it, I just thought about uh, uh, parents. They've been getting, you know, different notices from the schools and stuff like that but i don't know if they've been given some kind of formal blueprint to help them be successful so tonight's show i want to you know give the parents uh some guidelines and tips to help them and also give them some a couple steps to help them with the kids okay so it's going to be kind of twofold help the parents and then help the kids out you okay. know so i think it'll be okay. pretty informative and everything now, first, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's and going so, on, brother? Hey, man, I'm, doing, I'm living the life, man. Another Thursday, another hey, Thursday. There you go. Monday day, Monday day. And Slick 316. Um, I, I want to tell both of you guys I appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me. Um, one big milestone, Project 1000 <laughs> for Mr. Short Dollar hit. That's so we right. got 1,000 subscribers for Mr. Short Dollar. I want to say thanks to you guys, man. I really do appreciate uh, all the support, man. I did a, a video back in May mm -hmm. about, you know, getting the climb with the uh, idling PPP loans. Right. And I don't know what the hell happened, but that video went viral on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, man. And, and hey. from that point, I mean, just been dropping the subscribers. I've been putting more and more videos out, man, but I, I looked at it, I think I'm at maybe a, a, a 1,050. Hey. And I'm talking about, man, and it, it's funny like that, you know, but... I just want to tell everybody, thank you, and I'd appreciate it. We're still on Project 4000 yeah. with uh, Changing Lives. Right, right. So, you know, maybe hopefully we had one of those little spikes this weekend, man. But um, I think one of the biggest things, what it was uh, that I needed to do personally was just kind of uh, make sure that I was more consistent. Okay. You know, I wasn't putting out the videos enough, putting out one or two videos. And when I just went and did my own little investigation, I seen how a lot of similar channels were growing, but they were – Putting out a whole lot more volume. Yeah, like a lot of videos every day. Like it's a guy, it's a little kid on Instagram. I think I mentioned this last week that every day he had a little DJ. He got a little new, new equipment. Every day he put out a one minute video. Every day, sometimes two or three times a day, one minute video, one video. And off that, he has grown his base. I, and I watched him. He started like a thousand followers. He is up to thirteen thousand. 900 followers in the last couple of months and it's not odd but that consistency means just a lot every day and I, yeah. but the, it's just i don't know i guess with with us with me anyway is that i'll be doing so many other things thinking about doing a video every day it's hard to do yeah but that's why you know i shared with you earlier i was just like you can do something when you got some free time schedule it yeah and do you maybe five one minute videos on a day you got like an hour free, right? And just schedule them to release out like and that. Just but let them go. Don't even worry about how they look, how they sound. Just no, nah. no, nah, because that'd be my problem. Yep. Analysis by paralysis. That's, you know, <laughs> I know perfection is something we'll never find. Right, right. So uh, no, nah, I get it, I get it, man, I get it. But um, one of you know just rehashing the previous week, we are looking at you know still in the pandemic, still going through all the different changes and everything. I want to make sure, or everyone to make sure they're being safe practicing social distancing washing your hands you know, along with the rest of your body so make sure <laughs> not, not, not just your hands <laughs> exactly staying corona free and everything also uh you know kind of a uh, subject that i want to kind of hit on I, I brought it up about three weeks ago man but it seemed like i don't know what the hell done happened with those damn water boys 
You know, I was kind of like talking, you know, really I had a problem with some of the, the people were saying how the kids were, you know, confrontational, being threats, and, and I was just more so they were being uh, just unpolished. But now you're seeing, like, these kids are damn raising hell out here. Yeah, they, they got a little out of hand. We was uh, going down, um, forget where, I think it was on Martin Luther King, some other street right at South, South Tower Drive or something like that. I believe we were going down. <laughs> it was like where that Waffle House and that Exxon or Chevron, like right across here as you're going down, you turn to South Tower Drive. Mm-hmm. But we was right there, and this guy was selling water, but he had his whole area just just trash. Water bottles all over, and this is in front of somebody's business. Mm-hmm. The, uh, trash mm-hmm. and water bottles all in the grass and Trash and uh, water bottle packaging all in 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 the in the uh, road and on the sidewalk. It just looked terrible. You know what got me wondering? Are those like plants? Because all of a sudden, guys. I mean, it was like you know you had some little spots here and there, but now you're wondering like is is, is these people that were planting out there to act the damn fool to make it look good? Bad yeah, for or, else? yeah, or, or or are they getting more visibility? It was just a lot more acting crazy than. That was actually known. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, but it kind of it hurt me because you know I always have passion for these kids going out here making their money and doing, you know, doing things. And you know, a, a lot of them just really, I felt like just need some polishing. You know, it's kind of just helping my here and there. But damn, man, I don't see any news guys that are throwing bottles at cars riding by. Really? Yeah, man. I seen a, it was somebody posted on Facebook, man, and it was somewhere downtown. Wow. There was an intersection, little boy riding his bicycle in front of everybody. Man, it's damn, <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm one of the people that's always big on looking out for the kids and everything. Just hey, give them a, you know, give them an opportunity. But God, dog it, man. But hopefully, though, with just little small instances, it's got a lot of exposure, right? In the grand scheme of things. But you know, if you guys, they always gonna highlight the bad. Yeah, yeah, and, and I hope that's what what the case is and everything. Um, you know, just um, br- bring up uh, again. At the end of this month, all the um, free advice sessions, they end on July 31st. So we're going to be back to the normal thing. You got to pay <laughs> pay the invoice for our talk. So, listen, if you if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, you got questions about business, you're currently in business, you got personal finance questions, stuff like that. Keep, guys, I want you to keep in mind, I have over 25 years experience in the financial service, services industry, been an entrepreneur over 20 years. Um, you can book your appointment, get free 10-minute sessions. You can call me run a question by me. If it needs to be more in-depth than that, you know we, we'll have to do a paid session, but I've been giving that out to everybody since April. At the end of the month, it's going to end, so please take advantage of it. Only thing you got to do is just go to uh, my business website, uh, Majestic Business Services, which is www.majesticbiz.com. Go to the scheduling app where you can book an appointment, and you'll see the link for the free appointments. And uh, as always, uh, on each video, uh, especially on YouTube and Facebook, we have the links to those um, those videos, so I mean, don't, I'm sorry, to those sites where you can book an appointment and also the business website. So please take advantage of it again, because uh, it is at the end of this month. And going with the theme of tonight's show, you know, I think the the states and there, I don't know if they decided, but they're really thinking about pushing school back a couple more weeks and having started September 8th. Really? Yeah. So, and that's kind of going into what we're talking about tonight's show. You know, just help parents, you know, getting prepared to uh, uh, for virtual schooling this mm-hmm. year. Because I think it's going to be a big, it's going to be a lot different from how school year ended last year. So that's why I wanted to just have this show to kind of educate, dialogue, and kind of speak with parents in regards to this. Especially to help themselves and also kind of give their kids, you know, some good 
you know, rules to go by while they in school also. You know right. what I'm saying? Again, this is Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube, the Facebook uh, page, like, share, and subscribe to it. You can also catch me on IG at Deontay underscore 77. Um, guys, you know, on um, Changing Lives, we talk about personal finance. Not personal finance. I'm thinking about Mr. Short Dollar. So excited. <laughs> On Change Live, we talk about motivation, uh, personal development, uh, anything that can make you the best you possible. Uh, I think we stuck at, what, 3,400, 3,500? 3, yeah, 3,400 subscribers. Uh, we're trying to get to 4,000 for the end of the month. That may be an unrealistic expectation. But like we said on last week's show, uh, we were thinking outside the box where the impossible can be possible. That's right. So I know all you good people out there that love to hear Deontay talk. It ain't nothing but a little subscribe button hitting the bell. <laughs> and there you <laughs> have And we in the game. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, please go by there and uh, uh, check it out. I've been working hard on all both channels and everything, uh, especially since tax season ended. been trying to get everything in place. The courses I've been working now, working on my lead magnets, my landing pages. Okay, okay. man, a lab. It's coming along, right? It's gonna yes, be good, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God, I got it. It's gonna be several of them too, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that with regards to the courses. Are we gonna DVD them and sell them out the back of your trunk of your car? Uh, we'll, we'll, maybe by the end of the year. <laughs> okay, end okay. of the year. Hi, <laughs> <right>, Deontay. <laughs> oh. You about to take my pay per view special idea? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Tonight's show, we'll be talking about uh, parents and how you can prepare yourself for virtual schooling of your kids. Um, when I think about when I'm thinking about tonight's show, it was uh, I remembered how you know what was like March 13th or whatever when everybody just got the call, school is closed. We thought school gonna be closed for a week, right? Then two weeks, then they came back say, hey, ain't no more school right. for the rest of the year, and everybody was just scrambling. Uh, the parents, the teachers, uh, nobody knew what to do. And, you know, people get frustrated because, number one, you're already dealing with this stuff with your kids, but also dealing with stuff with life. That's true. So the kids couldn't go to school. Parents couldn't go to work. Uh, everybody don't get, everybody getting each other damn nerves. And there was no kind of leadership can really uh, map everything out because I think a lot of changes were coming from top down. So mm -hmm. you couldn't say we're going to open the school up now. Because, you know, they were getting directives from federal, For state sure. level. Right. And that's understood. You know, if you, let me say, it's understandable if you understand how organizations work. Mm -hmm. But I can see a lot of people also, uh, like, what the hell going on? Why we didn't do this and why we didn't do that? And it was just like, again, that new normalcy. Everybody was going through it. Nobody knew what to do. And um, uh, with crafting tonight's show, what I tried to do was, I try to talk to different educators from different school systems nationwide and also talk to a lot of directors and everything to get different insight on how different school systems, especially, you know, we're talking about at the city, the county, and the state. Uh, I haven't spoken about it really nationally from, a, from, from that kind of standpoint, but I also just kind of get some idea of how different school systems mm -hmm. were uh, ended last year and also the plans they're looking to implement this year. And... What was happening, you know, kind of the consensus, a lot of school system went into, let's stop trying to teach new stuff. Let's kind of do some, uh, go over remedial work, stuff that they already know, and kind of just ride the wave to this school year go out. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I'm pretty sure that wasn't every school system. So if I have any educators, they're looking at the show and said, no, we didn't do that. I get that. But again, I talked to several of them, and some did that. If yours, if you were able to teach new information out of kids, great. But I know a lot of them were kind of like, hey, uh, that's going to finish this year. I'll go with some remedial stuff. 
and, and the main reason for that was because it was a new thing. Nobody knew what we're doing and everything. Some schools, some school system had already been very active in regards to uh, uh, the, I want to say the remote teaching, but uh-huh. also but having kids kind of already know how to uh, uh, do different things on their tablets and everything. They already been active with using the the iPads and everything like that. And then some just, it was like foreign. So they, they actually had a big learning curve to do it. Um, I think it's not, the, well, that's not to be the plan this year. I'm not saying they're, the, all the, the, the educators are going to be fully prepared now, but I don't think they'll be all scrambling right. like they were at the end of last year. So with that said, I really felt this show was needed because with if the teachers are going to be a little bit more structured or a lot more structured than they were last year, parents need to be too. Right. So with that said, I want to just be able to give parents some strategies and plans to kind of help them prep for this upcoming school year okay. for themselves, things that they need to do. And then after we go through that, give you some, uh, uh, some ideas that you need to make sure you got in place for your child yeah. to be successful this year. Okay. Again, it's the Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Remember, Project 4000. We're trying to go to Changing Lives, and we want to finish this uh, the month of July up with 4,000 subscribers and everything. Make sure you go to the Facebook page, Changing Lives, hosted by Deontay Burden. Also, IG, Deontay, uh, is it Deontay underscore 77? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You can see me all kind of ways, guys. <laughs> There's no excuse. There you go. And if you don't want get a chance to go to one or any one of those, you can go to Misfits Media Group, the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, and everything. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you can see all the other great uh, shows that are on the on our radio station. That's right. That's right. Hey, I'm gonna look out for my people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm gonna look out for my people. Thank you. You know, got a great uh, radio station here, man. A lot of great shows. You can get your comedy. You can get your spirituality. You can get your politics. Mm-hmm. You can get your love. You yeah. can get everything. <laughs> And on Thursday, get you some Deontay Bird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make it want to dance. Get you some cassettes. There you go. (laughs) But your sons are cooking now. Uh, Boy, look at that. Boy. (laughs) She knows how to look at damn Paula Dean. Yeah, yeah. She just be mixing it. Sometimes she tell the ingredients, sometimes she don't. She just be. Yeah. Shit. Hey, you gotta go with it. Just go with it. Let go on, just something. But we're starting everything out. We're talking about parents how to prepare for uh, virtual schooling of your kids. We're gonna go through different steps that I got for you guys. And I lay it, what I've created was a seven step plan for parents. A seven step plan for parents to follow to help you, you, not your children, for you. To be able to go through this, you know, next school year virtually, and and, and kind of keep uh, uh, some sanity okay. with it, okay. And I think if you follow this blueprint, crafted by yours truly, it's copyright and trademark. That's right. Uh, I think you'll be you're in at least the first semester with a whole lot less stress if you don't do it, okay. Now here's the deal: the first thing I want parents to do is mentally prepare for the unknown. Mentally prepare for the unknown. Um, I think last school year where it ended was more so about facilitating. And, again, this school year, right, this first semester at least, where we know they're going to be going uh, virtually, 
it's going to be uh, more along the lines of just being more structured. Okay. So with that said, a lot of things that you kind of, we understand and we don't know everything, some of that stuff going to be out the window. Okay. And some things will have to be, you know, you're going to have to have in place. So I just want parents to kind of mentally prepare for teachers telling you they're not for sure, you're saying you're not for sure. Just be ready for stuff being unorganized. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm saying things should be more structured, now you already been through it once to say, okay, look, nobody's really in control mm -hmm. because a directive can come from higher up and change the whole plan. Oh, yeah. And you may be uncomfortable with it and everything like that, but again, if you mentally prepare for the unknown, it doesn't shock you as much. Okay. Because we, we, we're used to the, uh, uh, a normal state. That's when you're planning trips and family vacations. You might go around Christmas holidays. You mm -hmm. might wait after the semester. You don't know how the hell they're going to do this. You know, again, some of the breaks that they normally got, they may not get and everything. Right. It's just different. So the vacation that you planned for Disney World last year, you might just can't do oh, it. I know right. everybody like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already we, paid for that. Yeah, but we don't know. <laughs> right. So I just want you guys to kind of get, you know, have an open mind going into everything before you do anything to just kind of prepare yourself like, hey, listen, this is the unknown. I'm going to approach it that way because we just don't know. That's true. Okay. That's number one. Mentally prepare for the unknown. The second thing, it's very crucial, guys, plan. And I know you hear that's like no, no dub, whatever. Plan is very, very important. And when I say planning, I'm going to look at this from two step ways, uh, two separate ways. First thing I want you guys to kind of give an idea of when we start talking about just your daily plan. The daily plan, you need to start getting ready for your kids. Start kind of drafting everything out mm -hmm. from the moment they wake up, what they're going to eat for breakfast, when they're going to probably go on to class, mm -hmm. lunch, class again, what kind of study or uh, study times and study arrangements they're going to have. Those kind of things you got to be thinking about. Okay. Because when your child is going through this kind of stuff, you won't, they're not, they're, they're, they don't have the resiliency or even the mental aptitude as an adult. So they can get flustered a whole lot quicker. And the more structured or prepared mom and dad or grand whoever appears, the easier it can be for them to, you know, start going about everything. Okay. And I think the easiest way for you to be able to facilitate an environment where the kids are learning is you already kind of have some kind of rough draft already. How are we going to do this? Let me ask you a question on, sure. on the class part. Do you think that they should do one class, like uh, focus on one study that day, and then next day focus on another study, or do they, like they do at school, go through, go through just about all the studies that, if they can? How do you think they should approach that part well i think it's gonna be the same way they do at school okay i think it's gonna be the same way they do at school but you know we're gonna and, and to that point that's why i think it's very very important it's one of my points we bring up later on y'all gotta talk to your teachers okay y'all gotta find out how the hell are y'all gonna do this okay but i but but to that to that point lab i'm not an educator and i don't think it's fair for me to say they should just do one and i and, 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 and no you didn't say that but I don't think it's fair for me to say you should do one subject, three subject, four subject days, and I have no idea how children learn. Yeah, I guess well, I'm, I guess I'm asking for more of towards since you are a parent of a child that's probably going to do virtual schooling. How would you approach that class? Like, 
Stay the hell out of teacher way. Okay, there you go. Stay the hell out of teacher's way. I just want the parents to Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's me speaking. Stay the hell out of the teacher's way. Because I'm always amazed with teachers anyway, how they able to get out of my rockhead sons to, <laughs> to damn listen. Okay. You know, I'm always repeat myself. And, you know, you're talking about a person probably got 15 to 20 rockheads in their class at a time. <laughs> right. Stay the hell out of, you know. I, uh, I advise parents to find out what's going on, be informed. But as far as their strategy and how they teach and how they do that, let them do their thing. But, okay. but no, understanding, get an idea how they're going to do it and everything. Um, I think the family is doing well for you. Oh, no, it's good, man. Okay. This is good. This is this is a predominant. <laughs> no, nah, brother, it's, it's good. It's good. I appreciate it. But that's a good question. But I I just kind of go back to I let the teachers do their thing. Okay. I just need to be informed about, informed about what's going on. Okay. Okay. Now, the second part of that we're talking about planning is the systems that you have in place. This is very important, parents, the systems. What we're looking at the system is we got to be thinking about how we're going to be able to implement those plans, the structure of it. Three important things is, number one, who's going to be waking these kids up? Who's going to be getting them up? These things to think about. Who's going to be getting them up in the morning, right? All right? Who's going to be watching them? Because you might got to be at work. Is it going to be somebody, you know, a neighbor come by, family member, an older sibling? How, how are you going to do it? Are you going to have your camera, you know, put your little ring on the dresser, <laughs> making sure they're doing stuff and everything? Who's going to be monitoring the kids? And uh, I think another point is super important. Who the hell going to be feeding them? <laughs> you know, that's those these kind of things that determine having those structures in place because you can plan about the daily part of it, but the structure, right? you know, that's the kind of thing we need to make sure we put an idea on and like, okay, we got this grand idea and stuff like that. How in the world, you know, we're going to be able to facilitate it. And these are things, again, parents, we're talking about preparing for your kids to go through virtual schooling. This is not an option because a couple of weeks ago they were asking, did you want to go uh, to virtual school or did you want to come in a couple of days out of the week? I was kind of leaning with my kids going to school a couple of days out of the week and, the and you know, uh, my thought process was they were damn nothing the hell up, mm-hmm. you know, and everything was doing it. Um, I'm not saying that's the right way. That was just the point where I was leaning at uh, because you took the athletics away, understandably, but there was no kind of human interaction outside of that. And my kids have turned into damn, you know, you think they was at the damn uh, uh, psych ward. Bouncing off the wall, fighting. <laughs> oh, man, they have improved their fighting skills. I mean, they just <laughs> boxing and beating. And my baby boy, shit. <laughs> shit. Truth, huh? He done fought off it there over and over and over. He, he, I'm going to share this to you, man. He had a moment last night. Right. Shout out to Will B. I told him, you know, go clean your damn room up. He looked at me and he said, okay, you don't have to be so sensitive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny to think about it because PJ asked me this morning, Dad, why was you cussing last night? <laughs> that boy said, okay, you ain't got to be so sensitive. Okay. okay. Well, show you sensitive. <laughs> Showed him sensitive. Right, right. Uh, damn, boy. <laughs> Turns him out to a basketball. <laughs> it bounced inside the walls. Like, you know. Why you cussing? Yeah, Dad, why you cussing? Woke me up. 
<laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe that boy said that. Yeah, we said it with a damn straight face right, too. Right. But you know, uh, these kind of mechanisms and structures have to be set in place because again, when we're doing this kind of planning, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, I want to do this, but then we start talking about the house side of it. That's when you got to sit here and go a little deeper, because you know you a lot of times people are throwing out ideas. They throw out an idea, but they never look at it in terms of okay, how this idea is going to happen. Right. That's when you get the oh, no. Won't won't y'all do it? Mm. Okay, but but this is the onus is going to be on a lot on the parents. Right. Because there were so many things that you had to do. You I mean you didn't have to do just dropping them off. You got to make sure that these things are there now. And parents are really that's what I'm saying. Kind of you got to get mentally prepared for this. Mm. There are so many things you didn't. Um, and now it's on you. And now it's on you. You can't go back to the, the teacher, let them do this, teacher, let them do that. Hell, the teacher sitting in front of a camera just like your child is now. Right, it's your turn. And everything. What's going on, cleaning wings? Um, I got the um, the um, the Instagram in front of me uh, and everything. If you guys are actually tuning in, streaming in on YouTube or Facebook, Feel free to leave comments. You got any questions? You know, interacting anything. So, because I do want to hear you guys' ideas and comments in regards to this subject, because we're all going through this. Like I say, this is a unique thing. It's one thing when you know, hey, my child's doing this, my child's doing that. And I know some folks are straight homeschooling their kids, but most of the school system, this is it. Yeah, this Everybody is virtual. There's no choice. Exactly. So we're all going through this kind of stuff. So I think this is a a great time for all of us to kind of be, you know, sharing ideas and stuff like that. So I, I don't want nobody to feel their point of view is crazy or whatever. It's just different mm -hmm. and everything. Because it's, it's new for everybody, it, it, even with the people that are actually uh, uh, administering, being the educators and stuff. You know, it's new. Right. It's new. So, you know, they make a mistake with it. We just learn from it. We make a mistake doing it. We're going to learn from it and everything. But as always, y'all know my P word, prepare. We got to be preparing. We don't want to wait till it comes and everything. That's why this, this show is near and dear to me. Right. They kind of be like, hey, let's go on and, you know, start, you know, preparing for it. The third thing is test. Okay. What I want when I say about test is, you know, I'm former military. We do a lot of uh, uh, what we call sergeant times training where we actually go over different kinds of scenarios several times. That's why we have the world's greatest military right. because we don't wait for a time to war. We're practicing, practicing, practicing. So it's really time to go shoot somebody up. We, know we do up. we do it very effectively. That's right. Okay. Talk about the military all you want. But when uh Iraqis come over here, you ain't gonna call no Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Military structure. Mm. <laughs> What's going on, Thickums? Thickums said this is my business. Okay, cool, cool. I appreciate you tuning in. I like that screen name, Thickums. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you tuning in. But when we say run those tests and everything, we want to make sure that we've came up with the idea, we came up with the structure and the rules, how we're going to do it, then we're going to start testing it to see how it goes. Do a couple of dry runs, you know, before school start. You know, set your kid, get them up, make sure they're getting up at a certain time. We got the meals ready, who's ever, whatever's going to be monitoring them and everything, we're doing that. Um, they make sure the kids or you aren't in a comfortable position where you actually like, this is fake. Hey, suffering somewhat, you know, a stressful situation where you're wondering, okay, hey, you know, uh, they feel like, hey, they are at school. You feel like they're at school. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be doing a couple dry runs of this just to make sure, see if this stuff going to work. Do it several times. Do it several times. Don't 
don't stop in the middle of it, try to judge yourself, fuss at your kid or whatever. Go through the whole day. I highly suggest this because we got, even though they may push it back to September 8th, we don't know. Because school's supposed to start technically with August, shit, August 6th, 8th, I don't forgot, but it's, it's like two weeks when it's supposed to start. And now they said it may push about a month, but regardless, we want to do a couple of dry runs. And remember, when we're doing these dry runs and these tests, do not stop. Right. Let it go. Let it go the whole school day. And what you do afterwards, you do some kind of after-action review. That's a Army term, AAR, <laughs> where you've actually devised your plan, implemented it, and then you sit back and, you know, look at the data and the information that you gather from it and kind of look at what you did right what you did wrong, how can you do, do things better? Excuse me, or any kind of suggestions uh, for the future. I suggest you do this at least four or five times before school starts. And if we got a whole another month for doing it, they give you more times to kind of get your structure together. But once you're doing these tests, this is very, very important. We don't want to wait till the actual time school starts and we're actually trying to do this. We don't want to be doing that, okay? That's the wrong answer. Cause it's going and, and what that does is, again, remember we're dealing with children. Children are most comfortable when they got structure and everything in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have that one kid cut a food in certain places, but when he around structure, you know, seem like a different person. He, go, he good to go. We see this in jail all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we see in jail, man. Tell you stand up, stand up, man. Tell you to pee, go pee. Right, right. Yeah, home you got to do that. You just might pee where you sitting at. <laughs> structure. But and again, in all seriousness, we want to pro, uh, provide that kind of environment for our children where they're feeling like, okay, this is in place. And again, and don't 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 judge yourself, parents. And when you run these tests to do this, you're gonna. I want to use words mistakes. These are not mistakes. These are learn learning opportunities. So okay, so go through those dry runs. Remember the whole day. Don't stop. Why you ain't did this? Why you ain't did that? You want to be sitting here. You know they not noticing that you you're monitoring it. And you're seeing, okay, I probably need to maybe call and check on them every so often. I have some kind of mechanism be, because cause you don't want to keep stopping it and fix it. There's no chance for the learn, for the child to learn or you to learn how you can do it. So kind of that's probably going to be the most difficult part with running these dry runs is not stopping the monitoring phase and try to interject or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just go through it. Go through it and kind of just, you know, and you and your child can sit down, depending on their age, because, you know, they're too young, they may not necessarily be able to process that. But definitely you'll be able to get some information to see, okay, this may be some things that um, uh, we can do differently right. and everything. Again, tonight's show we're talking about uh, is for parents, you know, uh, how to prepare for virtual schooling this school year. A lot of different uh, a lot of school systems. I think hell, mo- I don't know, is most of them in Georgia, is that a state thing or just, I know Metro Atlanta. But I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about. I think what happens is you have one or two do it, and everybody else decides to do it too. So it may eventually be everybody. I don't think it's everybody right now, but because I, I, um, I haven't heard about any other school systems. But right now, it's just Atlanta, I think. It, we said Atlanta. You talking about Metro Atlanta? Metro Atlanta yeah. yeah, and you know, uh, I don't I know if they doing. Heard about the schools out here, but you know, my problem is I don't have kids in school. Gotcha, gotcha. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't need to know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I, but I think most of them pretty much are kind of going these guidelines. I just don't know. When you start looking at, a lot of times people forget when you come out of Atlanta, you're in Georgia, mm-hmm. and most of your counties in the state of Georgia are smaller counties, mm-hmm. and especially school system. Even some school system may 
um, uh, a county school may have three or four towns going to it. So you don't necessarily have a three or four schools in in, in, in a city with right. more net, you know, like you do in Atlanta and stuff. So um, I'm curious to find that, that's something for me to kind of be uh, looking into. But again, this is Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Change the Lives, hosted by Deontay Burton. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Over 200 videos where we talk all about motivational motivation or personal development. Go over a lot of great information as far as with parents, developing your kids, learning, learning different things, learning different skills. It was like I got 220 videos mm. on there and stuff like that. A lot of great information. And you know, you've got a little itch for your personal finance. Check out Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, real estate investing. Again, uh, we just crossed that 1,000 subscriber plateau. Yeah. That was hard, Lab. Yeah. That was hard. That was hard. But uh, again, I, I you know I'll say it again for the end of the show, man. I appreciate everybody all the love and support you guys give me, and the course is on the way. I've been working hard. Waiting on, man. I've been working hard. I've been working hard. <laughs> I know everybody been waiting on. It's cool. It's cool. I won't say I wasn't gonna be waiting for them to uh, pay the invoice for. <laughs> but <laughs> everything can't be free. See, see, you, 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 you bring it up. Small stuff. We talk about Small day. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Getting them courses going. <laughs> got some great stuff coming and definitely next week's show i will be dropping you know what we got coming out from changing lives and also from mr short dog be a lot of great stuff mm -hmm. uh coming down the pike from that again we're talking about parents how to prepare for your kids doing virtual schooling this uh school year we just went through the uh first three steps again i got a seven step plan for you guys to follow for you to be super successful as far as parents this school year now we're at number four. Number four is contingency. What we mean by contingency, those are the things, your backup plan, the things you want to have, you know, just in case things don't go right. And what we want to do is make sure we're covering the what ifs, covering the what ifs, you know. A lot of times I see a lot of people because they don't want to cover the what ifs. They are, well, we're going to pray on it. You don't have faith. Uh-uh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, right, sir. Remember, right. you're dealing with a soldier. Right. We want to make sure we got a lot of stuff covered and everything like that. So, you know, just a couple examples of that. You know, just say your Wi-Fi go out. You know, you might want to have your hotspot or something available. Uh, you lose the kids lose files on the on a uh, tablet or laptop. You know, you got some kind of Google Drive set up. You know, those kind of things. Or external hard drive. External hard drive. You got all this stuff in place mm -hmm. to cover the what else. Yeah. You know, especially the, the external hard drive. Very important. I'm glad you even mentioned that lab because the the uh, tablet or the uh, laptop can crash. Right, and if the and if the Wi-Fi and you don't have a hotspot, you can't get to those files. So you still need a way, hard drive way to get to them files if all the internet is out. So, yeah, and those are things you got to make sure you have covered. Yeah, you know you got somebody else on deck, just in case you can't be there or whatever. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to do that, and uh, so make them Plan Bs. Got to make them Plan and Bs. Wi-Fi goes out, parents. I, we have the highest Wi-Fi here, like. The highest megabytes you can get per second in this in this building for the radio station, like, mm -hmm. and it still goes out. And I'm hardwired into the 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 uh, box, and it still goes out. Well, it, sometimes just take a hard rain, yeah, or uh, a crash, or uh, work at your neighbor's house. Some of the most <laughs> oddest stuff you can just throw your internet off, right? And we're talking about your child's education, and you got a a text from Xfinity. We're doing work in your neighborhood. You'll be out for the next two days. Hey, your child gonna go to, you know, those kind of things is just super important. 
Things we probably could blow off in the past really can't blow it off now. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, again, have those plan Bs in place. Have those plan Bs in place, you yeah. know. Child get, now, now keep in mind, now your child gets sick. You can't even blow it off. Be like, okay, you know, well, tell the nurse, let you sit in there for an hour or two. Y'all finna get ready to get, get out of school. Oh, no. They at home now. And you ain't there. Who gonna watch you? That's right. You know, this was kind of like, you know, we were talking on last week's show. We were talking about thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. Where I brought up one of my brilliant ideas. You know, this is a perfect opportunity for someone that want to set up like a uh, a virtual hub for parents just to drop their kids off. Well, I heard on uh, NPR, right after you said it, like the next day, because, um, you know, I work from home, but I listen to NPR. When I, but um, this guy has a business where mm -hmm. he sends retired professionals to your house to teach your children for virtual schooling. Wow. And the problem that they were having was saying that it's a fee that costs, of course, there's a fee to it. The problem that they were saying was that um, lower income parents might not be able to afford it. So mm -hmm. it might be a case of where people middle class, upper middle class, get this done, their kids are moving forward in class, whereas lower incomes are not being able to do that. What I suggest is for lower income family, because I come from a lower income family. I come from a family, man. Sometimes we didn't know what we going to eat that day. Gotcha. But we had neighbors. And I could go to my neighbor's house, get something to eat, whatever I need to do, and be good. So I, this is where the community comes in at. I think the community and the lower income still can have their kids go forward. If you got some, if you got a parent that you know that stays at home, y'all all get together and say, hey, you know, I know that you don't really work, but do you mind come and check on our kids? Or we'll pay you a little bit of something. You know, anything Absolutely. can be worked out to where the community can have their kids still be homeschooled while you off at your job because we all we all have to work we all have to take care of our family and, and our rent and all that stuff that stuff don't stop just because your kids in virtual school absolutely but if you know that you have a disabled person at home or that stays at home and, and still has their wits about them still could be able to get around here and they're not as fast as they normally could absolutely work out with the community get together all y'all to get together and figure out how y'all can keep those kids going while the virtual school going because the first excuse you're gonna hear i'm gonna guarantee you is i gotta work you, well, to that point, like, that was one of the one of the main premises of even making this show, is that you have a lot of adults, period, and they raise a lot of children to become these kind of adults also that throw up excuses all the damn time. Right. And this is one of the moments that damn excuse ain't going to fly because mm -hmm. I think it's going to be the same damn situation. <laughs> if your child can't go to virtual school, you might get a call from defects. Right. If you like it or don't like it, <laughs> it is what it is. So spend less time focusing on what you can't do and spend more time trying to craft about what you can do. And how you can fix any issue it, that may come it, up. Exactly. That's what this show is exactly. about. Exactly. Absolutely. Because whatever you do, if you're in a situation where, okay, hey, you know, well, I'm a uh, uh, stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad. I got another sibling that's it. If it's a great situation, cool. Mm. But I think it's going to be a lot of them that's not going to be comfortable. So I think people have to just prepare. Stop, I won't say complaining, but you dwell so much on what you can't do, you'll never start channeling that energy. And let me, how am I gonna make this happen? Right. We get you gotta work. We right. get that, but let's start. And, and, and people that are actually, we talk about my innovators and my creators. What could you do to create a lane for yourself to help facilitate that? Mm -hmm. Collab just said this is a man on NPR saying, okay, he has these teachers to go there virtually, that may be a deal for you to talk to a local uh, government or a school system for you to cast that same thing out. Mm -hmm. 
Get about the chores. Exactly. Well, no, I'm talking about from an entrepreneur standpoint. Right, right. If you're starting a business, something to do that because, like you said, the parents might can't afford it. There may be uh, some care grant I, money to facilitate I'm gonna that. Give you a, I'm going to give all our low-income people who listen a little nugget. Just like you start a daycare center at home for them babies when your parents got to go out to work and you charge them $70, $80, whatever, watch their kids for the week. Same thing applies. Yeah. Same thing applies. Same thing applies. Just think about it. I mean, think about it. I'm not saying... I'm, I'm not saying you want, you want to do it, but think about it. It can be done. If you can babysit, you got grandma over here. She watched 10 kids. Absolutely. While everybody got to work, you know, the local grandma in the neighborhood watching the 10 kids. Why can't somebody else do the same thing with this virtual school? Think about it. Think about it. And don't spend too much time thinking about it. Just start implementing from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we go right at number five, guys. Let's set review points. Weekly, monthly, and at the semester. What I want you guys to understand is when we draft these plans up, we've practiced on the dry runs, we made the contingency plans and stuff like that. Now we're setting points where we want to go back. We're, we're in the process of doing it. Once the ball gets rolling and they had class you at work, you can't stop and leave work to go home and make sure everything up with that. Mm-hmm. But we want to make have sure that we got certain checkpoints on a weekly, monthly, and through the semester, a semester base, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, we have, okay, we're, are we meeting these certain goals? Are these certain things done? Mm-hmm. You know, you got your own little personal checklist. Um, one of my business, I had my commercial cleaning company. You know, just like anybody that's done janitorial work before, you know, when you go, depending on how your contract's set up, there are things that your checklist for the daily, weekly, and monthly. You know, you might want empty trash out daily, sweep the floors, whatever. Weekly, you may uh, buff the floors. Monthly, you may have to clean the windows or something mm-hmm. like that. Have that checklist, parents. I'm talking specifically to you guys. This is what we're going through. This seven steps for a parent to follow. Parents, have that checklist that you're assessing. Make sure we're going to these points. Every day was the homework done. Every day did they study. Weekly, how many tests they had? What, what are their grades? Did their grades get updated or not upgraded? Most school systems, they uh, have points where a teacher, I think, every so many days, they're supposed to update the grades in the grade book mm-hmm. so a parent would be too reactive. That may have changed. I don't know, but you got to have those kind of checkpoints in place. Each month, have they done that? Have they came gave out deficiency notices? If my child was lacking or whatever, mm-hmm. has that been done? You got to have that kind of checklist for yourself. Do not, do not, do not wait for somebody to kind of get this stuff to you, parents, okay? Have your own little checklist in place where you kind of make these notes. And uh, even at those points, you, you can say at the weak point, we want to make sure we've done this kind of uh, – a bonus for yourself that hey I did check this good job because usually if you got you a, a proper plan in place and if your plan is implemented in the way that you have drafted out even though some things gonna happen that we can't control or whatever you should be on the right track and you can kind of reward yourself mm-hmm. you know make it fun you know have your little wine night or whatever you know right, right. my baby didn't flunk all her tests <laughs> my baby learned her ABCs <laughs> right, right. you know <laughs> Now, if you teach your, pa- your baby teacher call while your baby at home, <laughs> mm. we're going to let that go. We're going to let that one go. Oh, the hell you get kicked out of home. <laughs> you get kicked out of home school. You got kicked out of home school? <laughs> you suspended in virtual school. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. God knows it's going to happen and everything. But uh, just, just make those, uh, those, uh, those uh, review points uh, to do that. Again, we're talking about parents. How to make sure, you know, we're getting prepared for virtual schooling. 
We all going to go through it, so best to get ready for it now. And that was number five. Again, it's Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Facebook channel. Like, subscribe to it. Check out all the great videos we got on there. Also, go check me out on Instagram at Deontay underscore 77. Now, we're going to the last two, guys. So, this is for you parents. Number six, reach out to the school system on the items that you need. Reach out to the school system on items that you need. You do not want to be going to the damn school system as for a computer once school started. Right. And I will say this right now, a lot of the school system are being proactive now to kind of get head counts on who needs laptops, who needs the the, uh, the, the hot spots and all that kind of stuff. If your child's going to need some instructional, additional instructions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. if you're going to need some kind of uh, help, if you can't find nobody, whatever, what kind of programs do they have in place? Because to the point we just talking about, the guy that's going to the schools that's uh, uh, with the homeschooling, your particular school system may have a program like that right. but they're not actually promoting. Right. But depending on your your offer, depending on your situation, be a homeschool availability, I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, income level, availability or whatever, or just say you may be a a special need parent. Am I saying that right? Um, Yeah. When you're an adult, you're still special need, but you may have an issue, just say with, you know, just you can't walk or you can't Mm -hmm. hear this, that, and that, and you need somebody disabled. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, we're such a damn uh, politically correct climate, I don't know nothing. The damn words, but, but you, you get what I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm scared to have my granddaddy say, yeah, something wrong with you. <laughs> and you can't provide certain things for your child, be it from a physical standpoint or whatever, or a mental standpoint. What programs do that school system have in place? Let's be proactive, guys. Remember, what we don't want to do, I can't stress this enough, is wait till the damn ball get to rolling, and now we're trying to fix stuff. Are we going to miss some things? Yes. Are we going to forget some things? Yes. But the more we can be proactive and try to get stuff covered, the better. Right. And I got to go through this, too. It's new for me, too. It's new for me, too. And I really do believe probably they're going to have some standards set in place they didn't have last time. I think last time, when I said last time, the way they ended last semester, it was like, hey, let's get through this. And I would assume, I'm not going to sit here and say it because, I talked to several different educators from different school systems. Mm-hmm. Seems like some school systems have been kind of getting everybody prepared, going to different classes, and some, hell, <laughs> <laughs> you on your own. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who I talked to. Right, right. But again, it's gonna be you know, I don't necessarily say you on your own, but they haven't been properly prepped themselves. Okay. And everything, so it's gonna kind of be the same thing, and mm-hmm. you know. Hey, learn as you go. <laughs> right, right, right. From the teachers to the parents. <laughs> but I will think but I, I, I would I think it's safe to assume they should be a little bit more prepared right. now at the end of the semester. So hey, reach out to the school system. Do not let's take and I understand sometimes we have to do that had to be, you know, it's pride thing. You got some parents, I don't wanna ask, I don't wanna do this. They might necessarily wanna know their, you know, their current situation and stuff like that. But this one time we gotta think two parents ain't about us. It's about them babies. Yes, about them babies. Yes, sir. You got to think about them babies. So, um, we all going through stuff. You might have lost your job. You're not in the same situation you were a year ago. Uh, you got them health issues. You got the mental issues. You got a relationship with different issues or whatever, and you need help. Right. Take advantage of it. Take it. I think now it would be the, the help would be more prevalent now, and it'd be more easy easier to ask because of so many people are out of jobs. They don't have a job right now. Don't are. I mean. The unemployment rate in Georgia, uh, unemployment rate in, in the 
in Georgia, I think they said. One point four million. I, so I don't know. I, I think it is one point four million. It may yeah. be a little more. No, no, that's probably about right. That's but anyway, right. um so now is the time. I mean, just ask. You never know until you ask. What's the point? Just ask anyway. If you if just say, Hey, I need I need to get a how how can I virtually train? You could you could even tell them we have a computer but it's broke. Uh, I'm trying to get it. I mean, anything, if you feel like it's going to hurt your pride, think of a reason why you need the computer. I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to get you to get the computer if you need it. Well, you know, everyone knows I'm a proud member of 100 Black Men South Metro chapter. And, you know, I'm out, uh, usually during the school year, I usually visit at least three or four schools each month to do this. But to the point where Lab just said, it will amaze you how many people don't ask for assistance when they need it, but they ask for assistance when they being greedy or lazy. Right. We'll try to get some extra money. We'll try to drop them off. But when I really need it, yeah. it's like pride come in. That, that, that amazed the hell out of me. Because you know you need it. Exactly. When, when, you don't, when you're asking for it, when you don't need it, it feels like I'm coming up. Exactly. Pride is crippling. Right. And, and that'll blow your mind how many people they know they need. They know their child need certain things in place, and they won't take advantage of it. But if it comes to their benefit, mm -hmm. the parent, Oh, well, you know, I just let them sit there. I can go sleep. You know, I can watch my stories. So in school, let them stay there for an extra two or three hours. I just leave them there. Right. Or, you know, they're going to give us out some free money or free clothes and stuff. We're going to do that because you don't need it. You're being greedy. Mm -hmm. But when you really do need the clothes, or really do need the money, they don't want to ask. They don't want to ask. I don't even know what kind of damn thinking that is. <laughs> but, that it, it, you know, that happens a lot, a whole lot more than people imagine, especially if you don't really have to go through that. But I just seen that firsthand a lot. Being in those schools all the time, you know, uh, volunteering. And I'm one of the few people I can honestly say that I come from the perspective, of course, I'm teach. you know, I do a lot of talking and stuff uh, uh, to parents and the kids and everything. But because I am very active going to the schools, I got a lot of insight to say, yeah, people should do this, people should do that. But when you're actually doing it, it's not like that. Right. Because we can have a million-dollar idea about what we want people to do. What's out there for people? But people still got to take advantage of it. That's true. And people got parents also got to put a certain effort in, mm -hmm. you know, and everything. Um, and I think that's super, super important. And the last thing, parents, and I really want you guys to to, to take this in heed. Take it all in stride. This is something new. We ain't never been through no damn pandemic before. You're gonna make mistakes. Do not look at your failures as failures. Just look at them as teaching moments. Hold your head up. You know, like Lab said, you know, lean on your friends, lean on your community, but do not, because it's going to be so stressful. I know a lot of times people going to need an ill. They go, they, the kids going to go through issues with this, just, you know, because they're not around their friends and stuff like that. Don't stress the hell out of it. Take it in stride. Take it in stride. Learn from it. Don't beat yourself up about what you couldn't do, what you didn't do. Mm -hmm. Just focus on what the hell you can do, okay? Just take it in stride, okay? Again, this is Change Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe on to the YouTube channel. If you're ready to go into, I think, some of the things you can do for your kids to be successful. But one thing I do want to share before I go into that, well, I'll save that to the end of the show. I'll save that to the end of the show. But um, what we want to get into now is some tips I got for parents to lay out. And these are seven, seven steps also. We're going to be a little quicker with these. Okay. These for a little quick step for you to get your kids to help them be successful. And again, it's some of these ones is kind of like the things that we were already talking about for the parents to do to prepare. But these are some things also, just like I said, just to help for 
strictly the children to do, what okay. they can do, okay? Okay. Going back again, number one, plan and test before school starts. Plan and test before school starts. Again, kids really, really, really react very well to structure. Mm-hmm. They, uh, when it's chaos, it's just going to be that. Right. But as long as they know, okay, this is the blueprint, these are the rules to follow, they're fine with that. But they see mama and daddy shooting from the damn hip, you know, you know, just going as they go, just making stuff like that. That's when you're going to have a child kind of just moving in, certainty and everything. Once we know things are going to happen, and we know we got to be somewhere at 8 o'clock, we know we got to do this at this time, do this next, do that next. The more structure you can provide, the better that child can be. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't came to a point in maturity-wise to see him be that discipline. You have a child every now and then that's already locked up and everything. My third son, Christopher, mm. he liked that. I don't have to say nothing to Chris. Really? The mother three, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Even the Ivy League educated one. Right. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Big shout out to Chris B. Right, right. Chris B, I don't have to say nothing to him. My baby do his stuff, stay on schedule and everything, he man. He good to go. The mother three. You tell the other ones, come on. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Chris would wake up PJ. Who's a senior? Right. Man, come on, man. Get ready to go to school. <laughs> Shout out to PJ. Right, right. Okay. Uh, number two for your kids, make sure you got a daily schedule set up. Make sure your kids, if you're going to have it, you know, it was one thing to tell them, okay, hey, you got to do this, you got to do that, um, have these things in place. It's another thing to have it probably in several places of the house. Mm-hmm. A post in the kitchen, post in the living room, post in a room, a post to write by their computer or a tablet, wherever they're going to do class constantly showing this the schedule for the day where it's constantly reiterating this is what's going on especially when we're initially going through everything let them see that over and over and over again eight o'clock nine o'clock another thing that can be helpful have a clock right there by them so they know at eight o'clock nine o'clock i gotta do this i gotta do that if that's in your face all the time the clocks and the schedule it kind of goes back again bringing them back into that structure mm-hmm. okay all right and make sure that <laughs> very important very important they even have their wake-up times, getting up, brush teeth. Just like, You're not going to school, but we want them preparing for it. Right. Okay. Like they are going. Yeah, you don't want to go live and all the kids looking. Why you got your pajamas on? Why you this, that, and that? Don't brush your teeth in class. We want to be, you know, again, 7 o'clock wake up, 8 o'clock, you know, dress, 8.30, you know. You already got this stuff in place. Or whatever, you've eaten breakfast before then. We want to have that stuff set up. And like I said, a good thing to do is have that schedule in several places in the house. Because you don't have the rail, the ringing of the bell. You don't have the intercom, all that stuff going on. Right. I don't know if the teachers are going to be logging in and off at certain times mm-hmm. to make sure they eat meals. And I don't know. Now, I heard that the teachers was going to be, they're asking the teachers to come in and do the class virtually. Like, they'd be giving instructions live channel so i guess they'll have a live feed somewhere like we do here and they'll be giving instructions in the classroom where they enter the classroom but they still at their school well that's what they did last year now okay. i don't know if they i don't know well this is what my kids did was it in you know and it's, my kids go to clayton county schools and uh i don't know if every clayton county school was like that mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily know teachers in their classroom i don't know if they was on a sofa or whatever right. but they actually were facilitating everything mm-hmm. like that uh doing it so that's what they did now that's why I go back to, you know, those cameras and stuff like that. Make mm-hmm. sure, because teachers want to see the kids engage. Right. Because they got a little dark shadow, you know, Deontay. They don't know if you, you know, what's going on until they start hearing. Right. Uh, <laughs> who's snoring? 
So we want to make sure we got all that stuff in place. Your child is woke and everything. But, you know, again, that, that schedule, that, that is very important. That, like I said, those are just some tidbits with that schedule. That's saying, you know, that stuff is already there and it's constantly in their face. Mm-hmm. Also, parents, we're at number three. Make sure those meals are available. That Man. breakfast is available. That lunch is available. Especially if you're not going to be there. You know, if you already got the little Tupperware set up, or they know to go put the, you know, microwave something up and everything, that stuff's already set up for them. Right. You don't want them sitting there, you know, trying to cook up a meal or do this, that, and that and everything, you know, uh, with doing it. If they have programs set up from the school system where somebody's delivering lunches or something like that, I don't know, maybe whatever. That's another entrepreneurial thing. Hey, guys, listen, think about it. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that goes back to parents being proactive reaching out. Mm-hmm. But make sure that stuff is already set up for the kids in terms of the meals are there. They don't have to fix something on their own right. and everything like that. And if you got a 17, 18-year-old, you know, especially a high schooler, be a little different. You have mm-hmm. a little bit more leeway. They can do it. But, again, even with them, they're still on a schedule. Excuse me. You want to kind of have everything as, as structured as possible. Keep in mind, we're trying to facilitate an environment like school, but not at school. Right. So we, we, we don't want to give them the, uh, excuse me, the impression that you're in school at home. Right. We want to have them thinking like I'm in school. Right. You know, so let's try to create some kind of environment where they're feeling like that. We don't want them comfortable, so comfortable that, you know, they're looking at one, 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 one screen is showing uh you know, the school, the classwork, and then they're looking at Netflix on another, you know, right, right. we don't want to have it. Right. So we want to kind of keep them as uncomfortable as possible in an environment where they got to learn. What I mean by uncomfortable, we don't want to make, make them feel like they're at home. Right. Okay, so kind of have that, those meals and stuff like that set up. Number four, that goes back into it, no distractions. So the cable and all that kind of stuff. If you got to go and put certain restrictions mm-hmm. on certain channels, on certain computers, on certain toys, mm-hmm. or whatever. Why they doing it? Do it. Right. Please do it. Okay, just do it. And again, we're trying to create that environment, guys. Um, I think the 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 further ahead that you can do this, the better for you. Because once the ball gets to rolling again, you don't you think it could be uncomfortable doing it. But how the hell are you gonna do parent teacher conferences? You gotta arrange for this they can't meet you there stuff happens but the stuff you can fix and get ahead of the sooner the better i i really would advise it right i really would advise it because you already know you're not around the teacher so the accessibility around them so now you're talking about you got to get the teacher online or talk to when she's available so it was already a little bit difficult trying to get them mm-hmm. before I mean, damn, you know they're not even there. It could be way more difficult now. Right, that's true. So, so much stuff you can try to do, you know, uh, uh, ahead of time do that. So make sure we, make sure there's no distractions. Again, we're talking about things you can do for your children specifically mm-hmm. um, to help them be successful this year. Um, again, this is Changing Lives, hosted by your truly Deontay Burden. Go to the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and uh, the Facebook page, Changing Lives. Check me out on IG at Deontay underscore 77. Now we go back to now we go uh, back to that list of things you can do for your making children successful during the school year. Well, again, we talk about the top seven for the parents of success. Now we're back to the kids. Number uh, we're at number five. Make sure that computer or tablet or whatever works fine. That's right. We want to make sure the debug, the virus screening <laughs> is well. Right, right. 
all the things you want to make sure that thing is working at optimal level. Right. You know, going into it, you know, and, and everything. So the a couple days before school is not the time to be dusting it off. And I would, I guarantee you, I don't know, but I would bet money on it. A lot of your computer repair shops mm-hmm. are going to be swamped. Very. You know, and everything. So I just want, you know, advise parents to be a little proactive to kind of make sure your equipment is running fine, you know, before the end. So make sure we're checking that. And that goes into number six. The Wi-Fi is working good. The Wi-Fi working good. You got If you need a high spot there, the the camera on the uh, tablet or laptop or desktop, whatever, is working good. We want to make sure. That's why we do the test, the test and dry runs to make sure that stuff at optimal level. If you want to go get it checked prior to school starting, I would advise that. But we want to make sure it all prevent, like we call it in the Army, pre- PMCS, Preventive Maintenance Checks and Services. Mm-hmm. See, I remember all this stuff. <laughs> PMCS, there you go, structure. We just stand proactive, make sure everything is working good, where everything working fine. So anything that you can stay on top of and check and make sure you've done that already, okay? That was number five and six. And uh, this is a very important one uh, with that. If you have number seven, if you have multiple kids, make sure you got a system set up that can facilitate, you know, all your kids. Because what the sixth grade, uh, the third grader, sixth grader, eighth grader, ninth grader, eleventh grader, all may have different kind of schedules set in place, and they may have different structures set in place. So you may have to have a specific, a specific system in place for each child. The youngest might need naps. <laughs> you know. The 11th grader plays sports. He may have to have a time for study hall before they go to the school for practice. Mm-hmm. Make sure we got all this stuff in place, okay? Make sure that kind of stuff is in place. And I know it seems like a lot, but, again, I would rather make sure stuff fixed on the front end. And this is the same kind of theory and the same process I do with business when I'm dealing with my consulting clients. We want to do all that front-end stuff, the front-end analysis, the front-end crafting and planning before we get in knee-deep into it. So when we're working with it, we have some kind of structural framework we can make adjustments instead of having to do a whole overhaul or creation of a system. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yes, yeah, so just make sure, especially for multiple kids, you got those different things in place. Again, this is Change Life with your truly Deontay Burton. Tonight's show where we talked about parents, how to uh, make sure your kids have success, you know, being uh, uh, going to school virtually this school year. Uh, I hope the information I ha- uh, that I gave out of you guys from the parent level to the student level we're very informative to you because this is something a lot of us going to go, well, a lot of us, I don't say all, but a lot of us got to go through. And again, it's new. Mm-hmm. It may be all. Yeah. Well, you never know. Maybe you never know. School-age children. You never know. What's going to happen? And, and, and again, did I touch base on everything possible? No. That's why I want you guys to be interactive with it. Uh, if you can shed light onto it or you got some ideas, no idea is dumb. Everything's different. We, it's new. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the quicker people can get out of their emotions or why they making us doing this, why they doing it, instead of saying, okay, let me go on and get it fixed. This is what's going on. Or being proactive, reaching out to your, your kids' educators or the administrators at their school to let them know your situation or your thoughts about certain things. Do it now. Don't be, you know, hussy-fussy about why, 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 why. You know, just focus on the how. And when you start focusing on the how, that will it'll be apparent the stuff you can't do. And then be going back to stuff, you know, hey, listen, we can go back to it and stuff. But I just want you guys to make sure, you know, you know, be able to facilitate, you know, put those ideas out to help you facilitate that. In conclusion to the show, I wanted to bring something up, guys. And this is, uh, 
uh, probably kind of off topic with that, but I think it's really something to be talked about. We, you know, just kind of, especially we talk about uh, educating. I was looking at a podcast, and I hear this a lot in terms of, we, and it's dealing with parents, kids, and, and schooling. And I'm going to do a show about this and also a little video. A lot of times people are so stuck in, because we're starting this new, this new school year off, and this kind of goes to, I think, a lot of uh, the whole education piece. And there was some brothers talking about, you know, talking about financing and business and credit and stuff. And they was talking about this isn't what we were taught in school. And, you know, and then we weren't taught this and weren't educated on this. And I have a different perspective. You know, a lot of times I hear people say, well, they didn't teach us in school. Well, they're not going to teach us that in school. And this is why not and everything. And I don't really look at it like that. I don't look at it in terms of what I wasn't taught in school or what they didn't teach us or whatever. What I look at it as was your ass ready to receive it? Because I'll, I'll say this. The kids, you got some kids that are in the 12th grade, they may be taking pre-algebra. And you got some kids that are taking AP calculus. Some kids are receptive and ready to learn about finances, credit, and stuff. Some just ready to get the hell out of school. And a lot of us were ready to just get the hell out of school. It didn't matter what they were actually teaching because they probably were teaching it at that point in life. And it doesn't matter. I think it has less to do with the aptitude of the child, but more so the attitude. Mm -hmm. And I think if we all look back and we're honest about it, how we were at different ages of our life, we more than likely wasn't ready to receive that kind of information. Mm -hmm. Because, again, the kids that are actually, you know, intuitive and trying to be or they, and are aggressive with their learning. They yeah, they know it. They, they learning it. They learning it. Yeah. They yeah. learning it, this man. That's true. You know, and, and I just think so many people, and it's such a big damn excuse because it goes back to probably the heart, the heart of this show, accountability. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't learn it because you didn't try to damn learn it. And you're right. I'm gonna give you a good example. When I was in school, I took drafting. Uh-huh. I took drafting because it was one of my elective course. I had to take it. Um, and it was a guy in drafting who wanted to be an architect. Like that was his. That was he was focused. I'm talking about high school. This is my my junior year of high school. He was focused on being coming an architect. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm doing a little dimensions and maybe got my little T square mm-hmm. and and all that and my little angles doing drawing a little houses doing the dimensions on it. He is drawing buildings, 3D maps, everything because yeah. his focus is on being an architect yeah. so his detail on drawing and getting the stuff was a lot more than my detail because i wasn't trying to be an architect you get what i'm saying so absolutely he the information he was coming to class early talking to the teacher teacher instructed him whereas i'm just coming to class getting what i got to get to get that c or b and moving on yeah he's trying to get triple a's you get what i'm saying absolutely because that's what his focus was and, and, and it goes to that's a great point because that goes to i'm pretty <laughs> I know not all, but I think a lot of us had that one class where, we, man, we didn't even want to bail the ring. We loved being in that class right. so much. Be it the, the coursework, what you were learning, or that fine teacher, mm-hmm. whatever it was, we did not want that bail the ring. And the flip side of it, we also had that class like, damn, it's that we walk in, damn, man, we got to be here an hour. <laughs> damn, I got to be here an hour. So we've had that. <laughs> different stuff, you know, and I can say that, like, just from school, college, uh-huh. grad school, uh-huh. 
some things is super, you know, you interested about it, like, damn, man, I want to learn some more. Hey, man, it's time already. Right, right. And some, man, you walk in, oh, Lord, got his monotone teacher, <laughs> something you're totally not interested in. So when I hear people say that kind of stuff about they didn't teach us that in school, they probably did. They probably did, but you just weren't at that particular point. Like, and it has, like I said, not that you weren't smart enough. You just really, your maturity level at that particular point in time, you didn't want to do it. Sometimes you just got to go get it. Exactly. Like when we do business, people say, well, if you're successful in business, you're going to hustle and go get it. You just, you, sometimes you just got to go get it. It's there. They're just not presenting it to you in a way that you can see it. You hmm. get what I'm saying? You might go ask a teacher about it, and then they'll teach you about it. But since they have so many students in the class, they got to go the the middle ground. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody not going to want to know how to do trigonometry. Exactly. So we got to, you get what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 and it, it, you know, it goes to... It goes to those saying people make a priority of what they want to. If your if your child is a great athlete, you're gonna make sure they got trainers. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make sure they doing the AAU, mm-hmm. the the different circuits, the travel ball and all that kind of stuff. You'll make sure they have that happens. You're gonna keep them a C average so it, they can stay in, in sports. Exactly. But even if they want them students where they're smart or whatever, I think when you show a penchant for one to learn more, you just give it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of times people when they want to be uh aggressive with their education what they want to learn you'll you'll you're gonna do you're gonna actually dig for more mm-hmm. That's you true. know and even as a child you're gonna google it or whatever when you want when your child want to know certain lyrics or whatever they're gonna google yeah. it they're gonna youtube it right but if they also want to know how is this bridge made you know how is you know a uh, gold manufacturer how you do production how you do this that, and that they're gonna find the information so that's one of the things I, I just want, you know, like I said, the core of this show, just that accountability. I I really don't like hearing adults say that. And it's America, you know, freedom of speech and everything. But that goes back to, well, we weren't taught this. We weren't do that. You weren't ready for it. Right. You weren't ready for it. Because, again, I ain't finna toot my own horn. I was I was a gifted student. Yeah. And, you know, at APS, we had challenge. And I remember Miss Gear, the whole time we had, uh, I had Miss Gear at Grove Park. Then we uh, started going to... Uh, Howell and uh, Miss Jones, they had Miss Gear back in high school, you know, and, and a lot of you kids went through APS, especially in the 90s. Y'all remember Miss Gear? Um, and it, it, I mean, we went through all kinds of stuff, man. I knew hieroglyphics, I knew the binary code. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so much stuff that I was exposed to being a gifted student. Yeah, I ain't just get smart like this. I'm <laughs> shit, I, <laughs> your boy, I've been smart, but I say this to say that all of us and, I'm, and a lot of kids that I was in those programs with on Facebook now. And I'm Facebook friends with them now, and I see like, again, we, I I didn't think that um, we actually were those kind of kids, right? And you know, some of my buddies that went in them program, that weren't interested in LD. Right. It wasn't it, it, it because I wanted to do that. That that was available, mm-hmm. and I can tell you right now, ain't a damn thing come gifted out of my household right. except me. <laughs> so I damn sure they have a a, a mama, a daddy asking. Hey, get them tested for this, get signed right. up for that. They be like, what that is? Where y'all go? This, that, and that. If I got to ask that. Right. So I, I just think that, you know, depending on your maturity level, you know, at that particular point in time. Like I said, I, I don't think it has less to do with aptitude, but I think when you're a type of person, regardless of your age, that when you want to do things, you find an interest in stuff, you gotta, you'll gotta dig and find that information. Yeah, my, my interest in school, okay, and, and uh, you know, I did graduate out of high school at 15. But the the thing is, <laughs> and no, it wasn't Doogie because Hauser. it wasn't because I was a Doogie Hauser. Mm. I'm a, this was this was what's gonna kick you. 
like I said, I come from a poor family, so mm-hmm. I was going to I, during summer. We didn't have going to school to eat breakfast and lunch, so I figured out the Chicago summer school was free. Gotcha. I went. I signed up for summer school every year. Basically, first just go have somewhere to eat breakfast at and lunch at. Uh huh. But my first couple weeks in the summer school, I think school was like eight weeks, maybe. Yeah. I said, well. I'm going there every morning anyway because I had a plan. I was like, okay, eight o'clock. I go. I eat lunch. And I, school's out at twelve, twelve thirty. Uh-huh. Nobody really comes outside till like one, two o'clock anyway. And yeah. some anyway. Gotcha. So I said, well, since I'm here, I might well take really get interested. In class. So I really started getting into class in summer school. But then I, and, I, and the reason I went wasn't to get into class; it was to eat, get a meal, to I get a you. meal. So I started getting into class in summer school and really started enjoying it because it was less people there. The teacher actually could take more time and talk to you about these things. It may be five or six people in class. Gotcha. So they were really taking time. Like, I mean, we'd be in class for four hours. Gotcha. Eight o'clock was breakfast from eight to 12. At 12, we eat lunch. Then 1230, we leave. Gotcha. So we had all that time to the teachers. Gotcha. But to the point, and even in, in Young Labs, you know, just recognition all that, he still had to receive the information. Right, and I got and the information, and, and, and for, to my surprise, all my classes called, called, you know, was credits. Yeah. So by the time I got to a certain level, I had enough credits to graduate high school. At that age, yeah. At I, that th- age. And then I, I started really liking school. Gotcha. Summer school got me to start liking school. Gotcha. So I really started getting into classes, into learning, into after-school programs, all that stuff because of summer school. Gotcha. Totally get it. And But but to the most important thing is what you said. Not why you went there right. or how you started, but the point was, I think the most importantly, you made a decision to receive the information. Right. I'm here. See, when you when you made a decision to receive the information, mm-hmm. now you're learning. Right. When you're really not interested in it, you ain't going to go no further. Right. You're not going to try to go, like I said again, you got seniors in high school in pre-algebra. Mm-hmm. You got some ninth graders they start off taking calculus mm-hmm. because they have that kind of penchant and want to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got sometimes you got some parents pushing this, that, and that. But a lot of times you don't have that. Right. And again, if you're if you, if you're that type of person to push for it, now again, because you weren't that way at 16, don't mean you're gonna be that way at 25, 35. Sometimes we late bloomers. Mm-hmm. We 45, 50. Now want to go to school. They seem interested and all that. I get it. But I, I, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when like they don't teach us this in school. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. You just weren't ready for it then. Right. You got a classmate or two graduate with your ass. They knew, they knew it. <laughs> they knew it. Now, you was at night school because you've been kicking tail all day. And you, you know, they're trying to get you out. That's a little different. <laughs> no, they didn't. They don't have them kind of classes right, there. Right. But again, <laughs> no, no, it, it, exactly. But to that point, I just think that a lot of times we focus on accountability. Why didn't I get it? Well, they didn't teach you. Somebody got it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't necessarily have anybody push them. It's just that when we want to, and that has different people. You know, like I say, it's a maturity thing. Not necessarily like when I say age. Just some people just want to learn more at different points of their life. Right. And everything. And once they sit down. Uh, unfortunately, we got a lot of brothers until they actually maybe get incarcerated or get something like that. And they forced to sit down and they ain't got nothing else to do to learn. That's when them situations are. And while, I don't want to say unfortunately because anytime you get an opportunity to learn, that's great. The bad part about it, now they got restrictions on them coming out. Mm-hmm. Whereas probably if they'd have took that time earlier, you know, to do it without getting in trouble, it maybe put them in a different situation. But I don't want to focus on that here or there because at the end of the day, once you got it, you got it. Yeah. Most important thing is to get it. But I, I just want 
I just want to bring that up because it was on my spirit. Because I just like, eh, I don't agree with that. Right. I don't agree with that and everything. And it's just going to that whole piece of education with doing it. So I say this to say, no matter if we're sitting in a classroom or if you're at home school, get, you know, you're getting educated virtually, your child still has the penchant for greatness no matter what situation That's true. They, they're put in. Okay, no matter what situation, your child has the opportunity for greatness. It got a lot to do, okay, with the environment you can facilitate, but also depending on, hey, what they want, what they want. And I think if you do the best you can to create a good environment for them or whatever you can, the best you can in your ability, being by what you have available to you or the different uh, programs and things that are available to you, that's all you can ask for to give you the best. But at the end of the day, if they want to sit here and grow, they're going to grow. Man, especially now. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody got a world at their fingertips. That's right. So, guys, listen. Make sure, again, that most important thing that I did, uh, I noted for number seven for the parents, take it all in stride. Don't beat yourself up. Don't stress out. Work on that plan. Test it. Run your dry runs. Reach out to people in your community, your friends, your family. Make sure you lean on the school system. They got, they have a lot of stuff that's available to them. Ask them. Don't wait till they offer it. Call them tomorrow. What else you got? Whatever. Don't wait. Be proactive as possible. Be proactive. We don't want to be reactive. When we be reactive, we just got to get what they got left. Ask all your questions now. And if that doesn't work, you know, again, you know, reach out to me. You got to the end of the month, you still got these free calls. <laughs> hey, man, I had fun tonight, y'all. I had fun tonight. Again, this is Deontay Burden, a show with Change Live, hosted by me, Deontay Burden. Again, go to the YouTube uh, YouTube channel, Facebook page, Change Live, hosted by Deontay Burden. Subscribe to both. Check me out and uh, uh, follow me on our IG at Deontay underscore 77. I'm on TikTok, too. Uh, both names, Changing Lives, and also Mr. Short Dollar. Uh, with both of them, uh, thanks again so much. Again, Mr. Short Dollar, reaching 1,000 subscribers. I appreciate you guys so much, and I appreciate you guys' willingness to learn and grow while I'm getting this information. I don't think you guys understand. I I grow so much more teaching you guys and sharing information, probably more than any information I give you guys, because it does a lot for me to be able to share what I have with people and stuff and everything. So I want to thank you guys again. But, um, you know, be safe out there. Practice your social distance. Like we said, make sure you're washing them hands and your body and everything wear your mask and be safe i'll see you guys next week love you guys and take care